Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 172 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about an aspect of baseball that nobody wants to talk about, and that's defense. When we watch baseball, we want to talk about home runs, we want to talk about pitching, we don't want to talk about defense. Why am I talking about defense, you ask? Because the Boston Red Sox are falling apart and one of the biggest reasons why is their defense. Especially during the second half of the year, the Boston Red Sox defense has been a fatal flaw of the team, and that has never been more evident than this past Monday when the Red Sox blew a 7-1 lead to the Tampa Bay Rays. Especially during that fourth inning, which was a disaster as they committed three errors leading to four runs, two by outfielders Alex Verdugo and Hunter Renfro and one by infielder Taylor Motter, whoever that is, only one of the five runs Chris Sale gave up in that game were earned. One thing I find so interesting about that is the Red Sox defense has, like I said, gotten worse as the season has gone on. I've never seen a baseball team go through that. I mean, they weren't this bad defensively early on in the year, despite having all of the same players. Yes, right now they have lost some players to COVID. Xander Bogarts has COVID. He has not been playing shortstop until he returned last night, but they brought in Jose Iglesias, who at one point was a stellar defensive shortstop. They should not be this bad on defense. The only thing that gets people to talk about defense in baseball is if you're a worldly defender or you're a really bad defensive team, and the Red Sox are a really bad defensive team, and the problem is when you look at them as a group, there are no elite defenders on this team. No one on the team has won a gold glove, and as a team, they are tied with the Twins for the second most errors in all of baseball with 96, and another massive problem are they are weak at two positions that are vital, third base with Rafael Devers. Rafael Devers has 19 errors on the season thus far. How many times do I have to say this on a podcast? Rafael Devers cannot be the future third baseman of the Boston Red Sox. I know his offensive numbers are off the chart. I know he should be an MVP candidate, but the thing that is holding him back is an otherworldly baseball player is his disastrous defensive play. The Toronto Blue Jays did the right thing by moving Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to first base. The Boston Red Sox need to do the exact same thing with Rafael Devers. He is not getting any better at the position. I remember early on in his career when he wasn't doing very well, people were like, oh, remember Wade Boggs? Wade Boggs got better at the position. The same thing will happen to Rafael Devers. That is not happening. It is third base. Third base is a very important defensive position. I know his bat is out of this world, but if J.D. Martinez leaves the Boston Red Sox this offseason, there are two things the Boston Red Sox need to do. Either move Rafael Devers to the DH position so he can only bat, or make him the first baseman. You cannot have another year of Rafael Devers at third base. And the other position they're kind of bad at is first base. Bobby Dawback has 12 errors on 
on the season. I get it. He's another guy who offensively has put up some decent numbers this year. This is his rookie season. He's been a really good offensive player, especially as of late. And his defense is probably going to get better. I'm not giving up on Bobby Dobak. I am giving up on Rafael Devers at third base. You cannot have these two positions be that weak defensively. They are both important positions. Again, anybody can play first base, so I really don't even understand Bobby Dobak's issues because, again, we took Mitch Moreland for granted watching Bobby Dobak. That's all I have to say about that. And I grew up watching Mike Lowell play third base and Kevin Euclid playing first base. These are two of the best defensive third basemen and first basemen in Red Sox history. So yeah, when I think of those two positions, I think of elite defenders. I mean, think about that game streak Kevin Euclid went without making an error. He was one of the best defensive first basemen I've ever seen, and he also put up offensive numbers. The same with Mike Lowell. They were steady at their positions. They were Gold Glove Award winners. They were everything at that position, and that's what that position needs to be. I mean, those two set the standard for what I believe a first baseman and a third baseman should be, and Bobby Dawback and Raphael Devers are not it. Of course, I want Raphael Devers to remain a Boston Red Sox for a very long time. His bat is special, but his defense is detrimental to the team. I also look at this team, and again, I say it, there are no gold glovers on this team. I miss Dustin Bedroya at second base. Dustin Bedroya, no matter what the Red Sox had, they always had Dustin Bedroya, the best defensive second baseman in all of baseball, and now they don't even have that. No one on the Boston Red Sox right now is a top five defender at their position, and that's really sad for a team that's a big market team. Even their catcher, Christian Vasquez, has seven errors on the season, and he is having a lackluster year offensively as well. You'd think of him as a good defender, but even he is not having a good defensive season at all. I want to take a look at the Boston Red Sox outfield because just two short seasons ago, the Red Sox had what I considered the best defensive outfield in all of baseball with Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, and Andrew Benintendi. All three were capable of being the starting center fielder on any given day. This year's outfield includes Alex Verdugo, Hunter Renfro, and Kike Hernandez, who are not bad outfielders. I don't think they're terrible defenders, but none of them stand out. Verdugo is stolid. Renfro has a bullet for an arm, but none of them make spectacular plays, and I think every big league outfield needs at least one elite defender. The Cubs had Jason Hayward. The Royals had Alex Gordon. The Red Sox had Betts and Bradley Jr. All of those teams won rings in part because of their outfield defense. I mean, these guys are not special outfielders. Verdugo is an average defensive center fielder. Again, Hunter Renfro, all he brings to the table is his arm. And Kike Hernandez is, again, a little above average. I mean, with Bradley Betts and Andrew Benintendi, all three of those guys were capable of making special plays on the defensive side of the ball. What this outfield does is more offensively, and I think even their offense is a bit overrated. I think the only outfielder on the Boston Red Sox who is having an above average offensive year is Hunter Renfro. Kike Hernandez had a nice stretch. Alex Verdugo is consistent, but he's consistently average in my mind. This outfield 
Fields offense doesn't warrant their defensive play. It doesn't. They are not good enough offensively to warrant this kind of defensive production. I'm sorry. Moving forward, I do not want this to be the long-term Red Sox outfielder. I, I'd like them to keep Hunter Renfro because he's having a really special season, and even he's having some defensive moments with his arms, but maybe I would move on from Kike Hernandez as an everyday outfielder. I don't know about Alex Verdugo. There's been some ups and downs with that guy. He's had some moments. I wonder what his future is with the Boston Red Sox. I don't think he's the long-term answer for center fielder. Again, my dream for that position is Jackie Bradley Jr. would move on and then Mookie Betts would be your center fielder. That did not end up happening and now here we are with this group and this group is not that impressive on the defensive side of the ball. Again, two of them made crucial errors in that game versus the Rays. I mean, I just named the six most important defensive positions in all of baseball and the Red Sox have either an average or below average person at that position. At third base, they have Devers. At first base, they have Dawback. At catcher, they have Vasquez. At center fielder, they have Kike Hernandez. At left and occasionally center, they have Alex Verdugo. And at right field, they have Hunter Renfro. I don't think that's good enough for a team that's supposed to compete year in and year out. That's not the group I want there moving forward. And I don't want any of those people at that position moving forward. Vasquez I really think they need to consider moving on from him. He had a special season two years ago. He was even good last year, but if this is the type of play you're going to get out of your starting catcher, I think you should move on from the position. Really, there are two guys I want the Red Sox to bring back and maybe let them continue to play that position. Bobby Dawback, I'm okay with giving him a second chance next year to master first base. He is a rookie. We've seen this before with rookies. They can get better defensively, especially Bobby Dawback, who I think has potential as a batter. I mean, he has a special bat. He has been one of the better offensive rookies in Major League Baseball. The other guy is Hunter Renfro. I think his arm is really special. I think you can have him in right field. Right field is not that super important. I think the position that needs to be fixed is center field. You need a special center fielder in today's baseball, and the Red Sox do not have one of those. Kike Hernandez and Alex Verdu are not enough. This gets me to J.D. Martinez and Kyle Schwarber, who both are big bats, but guess what their biggest issue is? When they play defense, and which is rarely, it is a lackluster. Kyle Schwarber is not a first baseman. He's not really an outfielder. He is there for his offense. J.D. Martinez is a D.H. The Red Sox have made a team that should outslug you. The problem is their defense is playing so bad that they can't score enough runs to win these games. You cannot commit free errors in an inning and win a baseball game no matter how special your offense is. If I were the Red Sox, I would not bring Kyle Schwarber back this offseason and I would hope that J.D. Martinez opts out because you cannot have that guy who's the everyday DH anymore. You need to bring in some good defenders on this baseball team. That's what I'm talking about. You can bring in a guy who can occasionally be the DH but you also need a guy who can consistently and solidly play the field. And I do kind of want to mention this. If you think the Boston Red Sox defense is bad now, wait till what happens this offseason if Xander Bogarts opts out of his deal and you no longer have an elite shortstop. That's the one position you haven't heard me talk about because I do think Xander Bogarts is a really solid shortstop. And if the Red Sox lose him, how are they going to fill that hole? 
I mean, this defense might get a lot worse if you lose Xander Bogarts, who I deem the best defender on the Boston Red Sox. If you lose him, you are starting from scratch, and next year might be a more nightmarish defense for the Red Sox. And listen, I don't think Xander Bogarts is Ozzie Smith. I don't think he's an elite defender, but when you look at him compared to the other defensive players on the Boston Red Sox, he is the only one I would deem above average. Do you know why this wasn't a problem for the Red Sox early on in the season? Why the defense didn't matter? Because the Red Sox were pitching at a very high level. I mean, these guys who were part of the rotation were pitching okay. At one point, you had Martin Perez who was pitching well. You had Garrett Richards who was pitching better than he was early on in the season, and then all of a sudden he started to fall apart. I mean, this rotation has not been very good. Eduardo Rodriguez has been up and down. The only two people you can seemingly rely on right now are Nathan Avalde and Chris Sale, and Chris Sale is still a mystery because you don't know whether or not he's going to be able to hold up. When your pitching staff is no longer pitching at an elite level, you need your defense to step up. You cannot play poor defense against guys who are not going to be able to recover. When a bad play is made and Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching, he's probably going to give up a run at this point. He's not pitching at the level he did in 2018. Defense will be the number one reason if the Red Sox miss the postseason. It will be the number one reason they did not make the postseason. It will be their defense because they have given up games because of their defense. 96 errors. The only teams that have committed more are the Minnesota Twins and the Miami Marlins. Think about that. The Red Sox are the only team with a winning record on that list. It is surprising they are even this good by committing so many errors, but a big part of that was because early on in the season, their pitching staff was holding up. Now it's not. Matt Barnes has been a mess. The bullpen is a mess now. The defense is a mess now, and the starting rotation is is an absolute mess. And when I say bad defense, I'm not talking about failing to make a spectacular play. Yes, I'm upset that Alex Verdugo can't make the type of plays that Jackie Bradley Jr. could. And I'm upset that Hunter Renfro can't make the special plays that Mookie Betts used to make. But you know what they don't even do? They don't make the routine plays either. That's what I'm talking about. That's the problem with Bobby Dawback and Raphael Devers. It's not that they're not Kevin Euclid and Mike Lowell. It's that they're bad. They don't make the routine plays. When there's a ball near them, you don't know what they're going to do with it. It might end up being a disastrous outcome. It's 50-50 whether or not they're going to be able to make the play. These pitchers and us as fans need to know that when the ball's hit to third base, somebody is going to make a play. And you never know if Rafael Devers is going to make the play. You never know if Bobby Dawback is going to make the play. You never know if Verdugo or Hunter Renfro are going to make the play. I think the outfield, yes, I'm more upset about the special plays, but the infield, I'm upset because they're not making routine plays, and playoff teams make routine plays. At one point this season, the Boston Red Sox looked like a 100-win juggernaut. Now they are falling apart. This is almost like 2012, although I don't remember 2012 being this bad defensively. This team is by far, I think, the worst Red Sox defense 
ever. There is no one on this team that can make a spectacular play, and there's only one guy, Xander Bogarts, who routinely makes the routine plays. Yes, offense is really important, and in years past, the Red Sox had offensive teams that were juggernauts. They had Ortiz. They had Manny Ramirez. You know who they also had on those teams? Orlando Cabrera, Doug Mankiewicz, above average defenders. The Boston Red Sox are lacking that. In 2018, they were offensive machines, but they also played elite defense at every position. Mitch Moreland at first base, Bradley Jr. at center field, Mookie Betts in right, and Ben Intendi in left. They were a special unit defensively. Yes, we look back at those teams and we only think about the offense, but in 2007, they had Mike Lowell, they had Dustin Bedroya, and they had Kevin Euclid playing otherworldly defense. When you look back at this team, the Boston Red Sox will not have one guy get nominated for a Golden Glove, and that is a problem, and it might be a problem moving forward, and I'm not sure that this group is going to fix that problem, because their answer was, let's replace a guy in Andrew Benintendi who plays above average outfield defense with Frenchy Cadero. Let's trade for Kyle Schwarber. Those are nice players. Again, Frenchy Cadero is awful, but Kyle Schwarber is a nice pickup. The problem is, Kyle Schwarber is not what the Red Sox need. The Red Sox need at least one guy on this team who can play elite defense, and right now they do not have it. Moving forward, I hope they get one. I want them to get an elite defensive second baseman and an elite defensive center fielder. Those are the two holes. Fix first base. You can keep Dawback at first base, or you can move Devers to first base, but Devers cannot be the third baseman moving forward. Those are the holes on this team, and until those holes are answered, I question whether or not this team can make the postseason, and if they don't make the postseason, the biggest reason why will be their defense. It won't be COVID. It won't be the pitching staff. It will be because of the 96 errors they've committed. Think about it. Every great Boston Red Sox team you can think of had elite defenders on it. They had gold glove caliber players. This team does not have one guy. You can't think of one guy who's made those plays. Xander Bogarts is the only steady hand on defense, and even him, I don't think, is a gold glove caliber player. And that's another reason why the Boston Red Sox should have made moves at the trade deadline. Here are two moves that would have fixed a lot of their problems. If they had traded for Anthony Rizzo, they would get better defense at the first base position, but also another guy that was not moved at the deadline was Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson is like 38 years old, but he still plays better defense at third base than Rafael Devers. If you had acquired those two players, I think you would be in a way better position right now. Yes, they cost a lot of money, but they would basically be rentals at this point, and it would possibly save your season. At the deadline, the Red Sox did not need offense in Kyle Schwarber. They needed consistent, steady defensive play, and they failed to get that. And now you're getting games against the Tampa Bay Rays where you are committing free errors in an inning and giving up two Little League inside the park home runs. That's embarrassing, and it might be the fatal flaw of an up-and-down Red Sox season. I think there is a really good chance that both the Red Sox and the New York Yankees end up missing the postseason. I Right now, I think the Blue Jays are going to catch both of those teams, and I think the Oakland A's are going to catch both of those teams. That are That's my prediction. The Yankees, because they're falling apart on all levels, and the Red Sox, because they're falling apart defensively. This is the biggest issue with 
the Boston Red Sox. Again, look back at all the great teams in Red Sox history. You are going to find elite defenders across the board. In 75, you had Dwight Evans. Going back even further in 67, you had Yaz. You cannot name me one great Red Sox team. They did not have an elite defender. And that might be the reason this team in 2021 is not a great baseball team. None of them make the spectacular plays and none of them are reliable when you need them to be other than Xander Bogarts. That will end up being the fatal flaw of this team if they miss the MLB postseason. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on iTunes and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.